right season. When I first began in, uh, in ministry, I worked in a church in Hot Springs, Arkansas. At the time, I had aspirations of becoming a gospel music recording artist. I didn't know exactly how I was going to get there, but I knew that that was what I wanted to do. I loved music and still do. I would write songs and hope someone would see enough of me to give me an opportunity to do what God had placed in my heart. I'd send my music off to publishers, record producers, artists, and practically anyone who would listen. In my mind, I had turned over every stone trying to get um, to my dream. And like most people, I became disgruntled and frustrated when it didn't happen. I couldn't understand why God would put such a passion in my heart for music and then wouldn't release me to do it. I don't I don't know if anyone out there can identify with my struggle, but it left me not only frustrated, but at times dejected and denied. I would find myself looking off into the distance, wondering when would God let me live my dream? Well, one day at the church where I was served as minister of music, I had to get some alterations done on my choir robe. And the lady who did those alterations was named um, Miss Nolan. She was a devout woman of faith and very serious minded. <clears throat> she looked at me and asked, what's wrong? What's wrong, baby? I told her my saga along with the fact that people who were less gifted than me were getting the chance to live their dreams. But God was telling me no. After listening to my pity party, she said something that I've carried with me to this day and have passed on to many. She said, some people are like grasshoppers and others are like inchworms. One gets to the destination quicker, but the other, had, the other has more knowledge when they arrive. The grasshopper only touches down every now and then, but the inchworm knows every piece of ground along the way. We all live with certain frustrations to each their own, but God has intention for every life, even if we live in envy of what other people have the opportunity to have or experience. The key is to trust that God will bless your life uniquely amid all the other blessings that he's passing out around you. Some blessings come early and others come later. Either way, God has intention and purpose for every life and in every season. There's a parable in Matthew chapter 20 about a landowner who hires people at various times during the day to work for the same wage. He, he hires some early in the morning, mid-morning, about lunchtime, around three in the afternoon, and then at the latest hour of the day, just before work is about to cease. His hiring practices caused him to have some disgruntled employees. Their argument had validity. They contended that since they started working early in the day, they should get paid you know, more than those who started later in the day, and rightfully so. They had done more work. But the landowner also had a point. He says, friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give to, the, I wish to, give to this last man the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? Ouch. What a comeback. <clears throat> the landowner says, this is my money and I will do with it as I please. If I have robbed or defrauded you, then you would have a point. But I didn't. You received what I promised. Here's a revelation in the text. God has promised blessing to every life. Some get it early and others get it later. 
But the power of the parable rests in the fact that God will keep his word. Sometimes as we look at another person's journey, we stand in envy. We may not mean to, but it happens nonetheless. We begin to doubt the purpose of God for our lives or the provision and opportunity he releases in comparison to others. And we ask why. But the question is not why, but when. Every season has a birth date. For everything that will happen in our lives, there is a time and place for it to come forth. The people who were standing around in the text wanted to work, but no one would hire them. We don't know if they got that, got to the hiring place late or missed the person who was doing the hiring or they had been there but just got looked over when the hiring was done. They may not have looked right for the job or they may not have had on the right clothes. Then again, they may have looked right, dressed right, but just it may not have been their time. Whatever the case, God sent someone by at the the right time with the right opportunity to bless the season they were in. And the opportunity was so incredible that they got the same pay as the others, but only worked a few hours. Hear me and hear me well. It is not only how long you have walked with God, but the quality of the experiences you have had with God. What the early workers failed to realize was that by working the whole day for the landowner, they gained more experience, which is an invaluable commodity when going to your next opportunity. But the reason why they complained was exactly as the landowner said, their eye was evil because he was good. God is not fair. He is just. God's justice may not always be fair, but it will always be right. So rest in the comfort of a God who will blessed with justice when the time is right and know that he will not withhold any good thing from his children. The blessing of the parable is that everybody looking to be hired got an opportunity to work. And while I may not have become a recognizable recording artist, I have been many things to many people in different seasons of my life, all of which have been a blessing to me and I hope a blessing and strength to others. Little becomes much as we place it in the master's hands. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina. And you've been listening to Soul Food. <laughs>